podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Quick note about this week's episode. It was recorded Saturday, March 18th. Unlike our usual Monday recordings, we had to do this a bit earlier due to a scheduling conflict. We also want you to know that there's a link in the show notes to join the Discord. It's completely free, no cost to you. If you choose to support, that's up to you, and we appreciate everybody that has and continues to do so. We also put a new channel in the Discord called Promo Info, and it's going to have links from FIFA U Team, which is the site that we use to get all of our information and stay up to date with new foot content. So if you're not in there, join the Discord. If you want more information about the promos, click the link in the Discord or in the show notes. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Footballers, the home of the only podcast to have a promo named after it. Paul, Matt, congratulations on this milestone we've achieved together as a team. How are you doing this week, Matt? I'm all right. Um, my better half is having a spa day with her girlfriend, so that's allowed me to bash out weekend league in record time. It's 6 p.m. UK at the time of recording, I'm done. It's nice to get that put to bed out of the way and I can just relax the rest of my weekend now and uh, didn't get great red picks I got um, the Stoke right back though uh, who got one who over or however you pronounce his name the guy we got on loan from I think from Wolves so that's kind of cool to go into the collection though I doubt I'll get any serious usage out of that and um, red pick Kyle Walker-Peters so you know might come in handy at some point but probably not but hey ho never mind how about you, Paul? Have you played any weekend league yet? Um, I've played a bit. I think I've played two games. I did my um, qualifying and I've played maybe three games. I'm waiting to uh, buy a couple of cards while watching UFC and then I'll play the rest of them tomorrow. I want to get uh, Jude Bellingham, team of the year, um, and use him. And maybe Modric again. Depends if Bellingham drops enough, but um, if not, I'll get Modric again because he were he were really good. Um, can I just say I'm 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 buzzing about EA naming the the promo after us, but they just fucking can't get it right. They fucking spell it wrong, and they use the wrong colours a bit. Like they just every, with everything, they just have to fuck something up. You should have called them up, man, because they use pink and black instead of red and black. That kind of hurt my feelings. It cost me a lot to push this promo to them. And, you know, I'm still... Did well, not financially, but there were certain things I had to do. Um, and, you know, I feel like I did a good job. What kind of things? I, I'm not going to disclose it on the podcast, but I feel like I did a good job and everybody seemed happy at the time, you know, but maybe they weren't happy. Maybe I need to try harder next time. Need to go a little deeper next time. A little bit, maybe. <laughs> In all seriousness, let's talk about the new promo because I saw a lot of people on social and in the Discord, uh, mixed reviews really, before they even saw it because of all the, you know, the leaks. Even though Foot Sheriff's continuing to, quote, leak players, even though they were already all put out in the uh, in the actual game in the objectives list. So cheers for that. What do we think about this promo as a whole? To me, it's going to be very engaging. It's going to be one of those ones where you're going to want to do all these SPCs to get the ultimate prize, or if you don't care about the big cards are you even bothered with it this is the problem I have I hate it when a promo isn't completely obvious what it is by its name uh, and this could have been anything you know it's named after us and, and we do all sorts of crazy nonsense so I guess it could be literally anything the problem I have is 
I don't want to necessarily do all of this grind, but I do want that Mason Mount card because I like the inform that he had at the beginning of the game relevant to that period of time in the game cycle. And there's a part of me that's just hoping it will be you know, really good, again, relative to where we are at this stage of the game. But do I want to go do all those SBCs and mini challenges? Not really. Um, I'm also finding it hard just to like put together some 83s to do the Luis Diaz first leg of it because I've, there's so many things to to put your fodder into at the minute. And this isn't a complaint. It's great. So much choice in, uh, in gamble SBCs and, and fodder conversion loads of stuff to do no one's got any excuse to not be busy in the game in some way form or other um i mean i could just go out and buy some 83s they're not that expensive they're like three and a half k each but i don't like buying cards to do sbcs does that make sense i always tend to do them when i've got them in my club that's just one of my sort of unwritten rules and maybe i'm just being a bit miserable about it but um it doesn't fill me with with excitement and every time I see someone talk about it sort of for the first time, I've watched a couple of streams since it launched yesterday, utter confusion, no obvious, like, well, this is what we do, this is what it's about. And it just seems a shame that they, they couldn't have done this and put something in packs as well, or just kept, you know, last week's stuff going whilst this is also running, just to give people a bit of extra value. But you're just encouraging people to sit on their packs until next week when the next promo is out, unfortunately. So that's never a good position to be in. So maybe as some of these cards come out, people use them more. We sort of see how effective some of them are. The the appeal will remain. And I hope you can still sort of go back if you haven't kept up with it day to day and sort of dip into the beginning, you know, a few days late just to give people the opportunity to sort of catch up because it's difficult to find time to do all of these things and do weekend league and your qualifiers and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a little bit of a muddle, but um, I do want that mount card. So watch this space. Pompel and I were talking about this and you don't necessarily have to do every, well, you kind of have to do every SBC, but you don't have to grind it every single day, right? Like if you waited till today to get started, you could do both SBCs and you can knock out Diaz and Bamford in the same amount of time because you can double up. You can score with Bamford and uh, Luis Diaz and squad battles or rivals, whatever you want. So really all you got to do is do the SBCs every day. Also, um, just to interject very quickly, uh, and I'm going to give some credit to Nepentes here of all people. But um, wait, something wait, came up on my Twitter. Yes, I know. Something came up on my Twitter from him last night. Now, apparently, if you're cash strapped in your club, you don't have many resources to do these SBCs, but you have a friend who can, you can do them together in um, co-op mode. So as long as one of you has that card and you're playing with it together, you will get the credit for doing those challenges uh, in game. So if you need to score goals, assist, that kind of thing with Luis Diaz, et cetera, et cetera, that'll work. Yeah. So that's something I'm sure Paul will probably take advantage of because he loves a bit of co-op. Yeah, I've seen people linking up in the Discord as well and um, playing these. And although I'm not, necessarily excited for any of these cards on my main account these cards are absolutely perfect for my second account so I think probably myself and George will take turns in doing them or maybe George is going to do them because he wants Grealish um, and if we play a co-op I can get them done on there which you know you can build a really solid team for for next to for next to nothing really um, and I'm I'm just 
although there's nothing in packs, I'm quite excited because I'm saving packs for foot birthday. So at the moment, I'm going to be doing the 20 times 82 plus and the 83 doubles and just whatever I can get done to save for foot birthday, which is really difficult when they're putting out, you know, we've got an 87 plus base hero today, uh, base or World Cup hero today, um, which is repeatable once. Uh, we've got the campaign bag, which I think you can do five times. And we've got the World Cup um, and Prime Icon SBC that's out as well. So there's just so many things to do. Um, and there's a bit of summer for everything. And we got mid-Croif yesterday, which, although it's mid-Croif, um, it was 500k cheaper than his card was on the market. Um, and it's something to grind towards. If you're saving packs or for foot birthday or you are just grinding these uh, fodder packs at the moment, Cruyff is your, your man to put them in. So. so the only problem I have with what you just said there, Paul, is that it's making competitive gameplay very repetitive now. And I've said this before, but highlighted even more so playing weekend league and sort of prime time on a Saturday. The amount of games I play where I came up against a team of 10 icons and Mbappe and good icons as well. Like just about every player I, I played against had a Zidane, for example. Such a pain in the arse, so boring. It's like it's stifling the kind of creativity, you know, the, the team building creativity that's an enjoyment factor in this game for me anyway. And just playing against the same cards every game and some of which you know you can't do anything about. I mean, this week I was super ecstatic because I packed um, 90 rated Vieira in one of those um, World Cup icon uh, packs, which was super duper. And I thought he'd be utterly dominant given what a physical specimen is. Zidane just clatters through him like he's not there. So, you know, he's good in the fact that he's an interception machine, but he can get out-muscled by, I'm not going to say that Zidane's common by any respect, but he's not nearly as rare as he should be, I don't think. It's not special. And that's the problem with these SBCs, is it's making what should be special, aspirational type cards quite mundane, which isn't great. And I don't know if they're doing this to basically flood the game full of these cars that were once aspirational. So when team of the season comes around, everyone's going to go, ooh, look at that shiny new thing. I want that because I'm bored of using icons for weeks. But that kind of seems to be the route we're heading towards. If you think about it, though, they haven't given us a ton of repeatable gamble SPCs, like your high-valued ones, right? So I feel like this is just another lever for them to suck coins and fodder off of the market, which to me is an important thing. I mean, you have to have a balance to it, but I still feel like there's plenty of cards that are rare enough to be the highly sought-after types that you're talking about, right? But it does suck that somebody like Zidane, a household name, is basically available to everybody at this point. Same with Mbappe for the player of the month, but you can't do anything about that. But going back to this promo specifically, it just seems like a lot, right? It seems like a lot to commit for one card, for that Mason Mount card. And 
I'm going to do the SBCs and try to double up and play them, but I just don't see myself finishing. I, I feel like I'm going to get bored with it. I mean, I tried a few games earlier in squad battles, which I decided to up to difficulty and make it interesting, legendary. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, won the first one, went to the second one, and uh, I drew, went to extra time, drew and lost in pins to the AI. It was great. Was that the best 20 minutes of your life? Fuck you, Paul. Quit laughing. <laughs> it is. Oh, you did it to yourself. I get so angry with myself when I put myself in a situation to lose a squad battle. Like I've been a little bit overambitious in the difficulty rating and I haven't like put my full strength team in. And it's just like, I'm literally burning minutes off my life. It's so boring. I got the objective done, but I should have just lost the game in 90 minutes on purpose instead of yeah. pushing to, you know, because of course I equalized in 91st minute. So, yeah, I, I've done that so many times this week, like not in squad battles, but in like rivals games or whatever, where I've been quite comfortable, gone up and then I've been fucking about trying to score silly goals or just trying to fuck about and ended up losing and just wasting my time when, you know. I just needed to get the wins and not fuck about trying to time shots from ridiculous areas, trying to score silly goals. But I suppose it, it, it was fun trying to do that. So I don't know if I have wasted my time because it was it it was fun. Um, but legendary fucking squad battles. You, it's a mistake. To be honest, it's just a mistake. Yeah. We all make. And I can't even imagine ultimate. Ultimate just you might as well call it an L. Just straight up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a special kind of psycho to play an ultimate. Is this promo, Matt? I don't know a whole lot about it. I didn't dig deep into it. Is this Premier League only? Um, that's a good question. Uh, it is. <laughs> because that's it, all it we've got so be far. sort of leaning that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it? yeah. There is a few other cards like McGeady and stuff that they've put out, which is for St. Patrick's Day. But um, because it is all Prem. And a random Saudi League player. Yeah, um, I wonder. Me and George were saying yesterday. I wonder if they do this throughout the year with different leagues, sort of drop another, you know, a Serie A bunch at some point. Or so maybe this is kind of like out of position. They'll just keep it rolling. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because it that wouldn't is, be so bad. It is strange that they've just dropped Prem. Maybe they're trying to get a Premier League partnership after FIFA announced they were going to directly compete with EA in a football game. Do you guys see that? I did see that. Well, I heard it from you and. I'm internally laughing my arse off, quite frankly. I mean, he, he has to say what he's he's saying, doesn't he? Infantini, whatever his name is. He's got no idea how difficult it must be to make games of this magnitude, with this complexity, this sophistication level. And I know we, we talk shit about the state of the games and no one can come close to what EA achieve year in, year out. Konami, we're making by far the better football game 15 years ago they can't keep up with them and they've been doing this a long time who in their right mind is going to take on an EA juggernaut when no one's made a serious football game in about the last 20 years other than EA it's it's it boggles the mind it's going to take them years to do it because they haven't started I bet you know they've, they've only known that EA weren't carrying on probably 12 months ago so the development cycle is going to be another three to four years by then, EA will just be so fucking what we'll establish our new brand by then. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but if anybody could extort people for money as effectively as EA, I mean, it would be FIFA, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they're pretty good at it. 
historically. I think they've got the um, the right commitment to the cause, but they they don't know how to make football games. There's no one in FIFA's making this game. They've got to seek out a uh, development partner to do this. Who who they going to do? 4K going to do it? No, Konami aren't going to do it. So, I mean, I'll do it. I'll throw it out there if they're you know. I'll consider it. This is very different from like when I was growing up uh, in your Sega Genesis days for you, Hunter, in America, or Mega Drive for us, Super Nintendo, where there were dozens and dozens of football games every year because no one had the clear advantage. Those days are long gone. It's not happening anymore. No one's made a proper football game other than EA and Konami for forever. Yeah. And Konami's suck nowadays. So I just don't see it happening. They can say whatever they want, but what I don't want to see is people just buying the new FIFA just because that's what it's called. Because that would be really fucking lame. But, you know, some people will fall for it. But eventually, like what happened 20-odd years ago when Championship Manager became Football Manager and their publisher, IDOS, still tried to keep championship manager going after a couple of years. They just gave up because they realized that, okay, they got a little bit of brand recognition, but ultimately everyone went with the new game. And that's, that's what's going to happen here. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Well, do we feel like the cards in this promo, do we feel like the second versions, the objective versions are worth the grind? Um, they're, they're probably a little bit like, average for what most people are using now but if you're somebody who is not like us who who plays a lot and is fully invested you know you play you might play once a week twice a week um these cards might slot into your team um saying that i was talking to a guy um at work this week who said he didn't play a lot and had class himself as a casual and even he's got an insane team. He does spend a bit of money on the game, but even he's got an insane team because it's not that hard to get them now. But I think we needed some skill move and weak foot upgrades on these cards with the the final the final boost. But you know, Bamford with ninety two or is it ninety four dribbling across the board? Same with Grealish. They'll be they'll be decent, won't they? There, there won't be anything game breaking, but they'll they'll be all right. Um, and at worst, it's some ninety-rated fodder to go into your um, <laughs> Mbappe SBC when it comes out this week. And that's the thing in it; they're not that expensive, so you can do them. And if the shit, you've just got some high-rated fodder further down the line. You mentioned skill moves and weak foot upgrades. I just had a look. And the 88 Patrick Bamford does have four-star skills upgraded, and he has additional traits as well. So the 85 version has just the flair, and he's injury-prone. And the better one has technical dribbler, chip shot, finesse shot. I think we just need to dig into these a little bit more because maybe they will be upgrading them on a more substantial level, just not so much in the stats category or the, the ratings category. Matt, do you feel like the cards are worth going after? these? Maybe not the main one, but the, the, you know the the steps to the objectives. Personally, no. I think it's personal, right? It just depends on your situation. It, it depends on the composition of your team. If you're mostly Premier League, that kind of thing, or if there's one of these cards that 
say a Grealish or a Mount don't have a plethora of special cards this year and you just want to have the best version of that player, that's cool. Um, but if you're trying to compete against the type of teams that I was just talking about that are basically 10 icons and Mbappe, I don't think these cards are particularly going to serve you very well, particularly as stuff like Champions League Road to the Final, foot fantasy cards getting upgraded every week. They're getting super juiced, super boosted. They're going to outpace these new cards quite considerably, I think. So it's all about um, if you just want a little bit of extra reward for your time and you were going to you know, put some gameplay time in anyway and you're either going to get some fodder or something to go into your club, then it's just a little bonus or something you're already going to do anyway. But there isn't a card there that I'm, I'm identifying that I think that could go into my team and make a big difference. I like Mount purely because I had a good experience with the first inform very early on in the game, but do I genuinely think he's going to totally change my team? Probably not. Yeah. Did you see that Isaac's getting a, a plus two of the foot fantasy? Isaac, he got... I did. Yeah, I've played against that one a little bit and it's already a really good card, so that's going to be quite fearsome. Yeah. I packed him on my second account and he, like you say, already a very, very good card. So with a with a plus two, he's gonna be he's gonna be really, really good. Um yeah, so the we we're moving with the power curves changing in it with these cards that's coming in. We've got foot birthday coming, they're just gonna be average cards, I think. Um I would have liked to have these new cards with some, you know, just either a five-star skill move or a five-star week. I don't want both. Just give the odd, you know, especially Mount at the end, give him a five-star week foot. Um, Something. He's not going to break the game even with a five-star week foot, but at least we're keeping, we're giving you something decent. But we always find that with objective cards or SBC cards, generally, they're not giving you anything special that's going to get into most people's teams who play yeah. you say that though, but I reckon the um, the storyline at Tomney is a very good card for a, a total freebie if you can get to level 30 that card's going to be pretty juiced but I think team of the season's going to be out when that when we can get that one though so it's <laughs> well that's true but I'm, I'm talking relative yeah, terms yeah, that it's yeah. completely free yeah. um, and you know, a lot of people build teams around Man United they might have a Dalgleish to sort of link him into I think for I don't think I've ever really used a storyline card for any extensive period of time ever but that one you actually might do might actually clock up 100 games if uh, if it fits into your, into your team yeah so I had a look at Mason Mount while you guys were talking and they did upgrade his skills from 3 star to 4 star and they also gave him finesse shot flare shot and chip shot traits so Nice. They are upgrading, yeah. which is... I'm just looking at his profile right now. He's got so many stats that are exactly 90. Seems a bit lazy, but hmm. basically yeah, if does. he just gets a little bit of upgrade, he's going to have close to 99 and a lot of key areas, passing, long shots, all the dribbling attributes. 99 so, stamina. Yeah, which is always nice if you play like constant... Aggressive interceptions, like I do. So yeah, it could it could work uh, work out quite well. You you're convincing me more and more to do this now, Hunter. So thanks for that. You're welcome. But the Mason Mount, in all reality, he's just a plus one from the World Cup card that came out two months ago. 
with some better traits. So not to splash water on the fire, but. Mm. And he's pink, which is always nice. I mean, the other one's kind of pink too. Yeah. They used the wrong colors, goddammit. It should have been red. That would have been sick. Yeah. They definitely listened to the podcast, though, because the, they heard you talking about McTominay last week and then the day after the give us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about Maguire and McTominay and bang, it came. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for him to uh, unleash the crack and, and give me a 90-plus Harry Maguire and that'll put Van Dijk in his place. Yeah. Big head. We've we've seen the market drop off um, yesterday with all this sort of coin sync that with um, all the SBCs and I think that's just going to continue as the week goes on because there's so many stuff to do and I think yesterday people did a lot of the SBCs with stuff they had in the club um, but now if people want to do these fodder packs to save or do these uh, Premier League football card, footballers cards they're going to have to sell some stuff out of the clubs and do SBCs um, I've been making loads of coins on those Walker Peter right backs. Um, Have you? Yeah. I saw you sold one for an ungodly amount earlier. I've been selling like, quite a few for sort of 35 to 37 and I've been putting, well, I've been buying them with a shadow then putting 99 contracts on them and just listing them for lazies and I think I've had about five or six sell today. One of them for 47, I think. Um, wow. But I think it will be decent out of packs as well. We've got all these Premier League cards. Um, he's a usable Premier League right back and he's the same price as gold 87s pretty much. So it's a, it's risk-free. Um, so I bought mm. 50. Nice one. I've been doing some good trading the last few weeks. Um, now the team of the weeks are getting you know, fairly juiced. Um, I've been doing constant sort of 4K, 5K flips on Phil Foden, um, Reese Nelson from Arsenal. Yeah. Is that his name? And um, Trossard from, from this week's Team of the Week. All with position change. And if they happen to have a chem style on it as well, then that's perfection as well. It just makes it go a little bit faster. But super easy to trade. They aren't crazy in demand in terms of getting out bid. If you if you're trying to win on bid rather than buy it now, so uh, definitely check those out because they're very cheap. Uh, and I wouldn't say it's exactly risk free, but it's very low risk, and the reward is is pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at um, fodder prices here, and the cheapest eighty seven is Guerrero team of the week. The cheapest eighty eight is Jonathan David and Berardi informs. Um, Lamella's live card, which is still live, is one of the cheapest 89, so he's worth having a few of them thrown on transfer list just in case the uh, spank man you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it has been known. So, yeah. yeah. Whilst we're on the subject of live cards, I take it we've all probably picked up one or two along the way. And has anyone got any results out of that or anything sort of pending that you're kind of excited about? I've had... A decent run today. Emre Can uh, is winning with Dortmund, so that's going to get a boost. I had Barella and Raspadori upgrade in the week, so they're looking a, a hell of a lot better. Uh, what about you guys? I didn't play the sweepstakes. I don't have any skin in the game. I don't know what you got, Paul. 
I've got a couple of Emre Chans that I picked up when he dropped the other day and he's up about 40, 50k. I don't know if he's up some more now the, after the game. Um, I packed Fafana on my second account, um, which is a nice card to have. The live UCL one. He's gone down a bit though because they've drawn uh, Bayern in the next round, haven't they? So his price oh. has dropped a bit. Um, Don't talk about the UCL draw. Ooh. But, you know, you never know. He's, he's a good card now, apparently. I've not used him yet, but he's, he's supposed to be a, a really good card now. Uh, but it's it's great. We've got all these cards. There's so much movement in the market with these foot fantasies. It's just a shame now we've got an international break after this round of mm. games. Um, right. So that could be an opportunity if you've not bought any of these to buy some um, maybe this week if we get some panic going into foot birthday or because I do think the market's going to drop off this week as we go towards foot birthday and people start spending coins on all these SBCs and whatnot um, so yeah there'll be an opportunity to buy some of these cards I think yeah I mean it's normally when there's no promo I would say that the market does the opposite it, it goes up but considering foot birthday is one of could be the most popular promotion right behind team of the year. I would, I would agree. I would also, this might be the time for me to spend my coins. I don't know. I'm still sitting on quite a few. If you were in this situation, Paul, what would you do? Would you buy leading up into this promo on any dip or do you wait until a certain time to buy? Yeah. At some point this week, I think there'll be some leaks and that'll, I do think there's going to be a general trend down this week, but I think when we start getting leaks for foot birthday, there'll be a bigger dip on some of the better cards, you know, the cards that you're, you're probably wanting to buy. And I'd probably buy then because people are going to open packs that they've saved for foot birthday. People are going to spend a lot of money on uh, star packs for foot birthday and go out and build teams because they're going to want to use these cards. Okay. Well, there's one last thing we got to do before we wrap up. It's going to be a little bit shorter episode. This week has been a, it's been a motherfucker for scheduling and trying to get one. I'm just glad we were able to get a pod out, but um, got a couple questions. One of them from Savage P says, do any of you sub off your center backs? And if not, is there a reason or is it just something we never really did anyway? It's an interesting question. I don't ever sub off my center backs. I don't know if you guys do. Yeah, I do. Only one of them usually, yeah. Um, depending on which formation I'm playing with, I'm playing the uh, four three. Anyway, if I'm playing the four quadruple three, yeah, the four <laughs> four four three 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 five. Um, I don't know why they get knackered. There's fucking fourteen players on the pitch, but um, yeah. The the press hard, so they get a bit knackered. So yeah, I usually do. Or if I go into extra time in a game, I will sub one of my usually Blanc or Ramos, depending on which one of those I'm using. I'll swap them out for the other one. Um, well, another thing people can do to give some more life into their center backs is put them on conservative interceptions, which has the opposite effect. You know, Matt, I know you're. You're one of the people that you likes to use aggressive interceptions, at least on your forwards or your attackers, to try to generate pressure in their own half. But if you put your center backs on conservative, there's two good things that come out of it. 
you were less likely to get beat on through balls and counters because he's going to keep more space between him and the attacker. And he's always going to be in position, almost always, and a good connection. But he's also going to drain stamina much slower than if you had him on aggressive or balanced. So if you want to get a little bit more life, a few more minutes out of your center backs, then you do sub him off. Try doing that. See if it helps you. I've been doing it for a long time. Neil Guides put me onto that, actually, a couple of years ago. Matt, do you sub yours off? I couldn't remember. No, um, pretty much every other position is up for being swapped at some point. Yes. Because I run my players into the ground uh, a lot of the time and having high stamina is a key attribute in just about every position for me. But the centre-backs never seem to get to that point, uh, I must admit. But like you say, I don't explicitly put my centre-backs on conservative inceptions, but I don't want them pressing high up the pitch. Everyone else does that, but the centre-backs don't go right up to the halfway line most of the time. Um I certainly don't want to get Mbappé'd to therefore El Elran in behind, etc. So I prefer to defend deeper in my own half uh, rather than aggressively up the field, which is good for counter-attacking, but that's why I have my forwards on aggressive interceptions. So, you know, the counter-press starts with them uh, and they usually chase the ball down. If they happen to play around that sort of counter-press, then my defensive line is a little bit further back so I don't get through ball, basically, uh, which usually means your centre-backs can get through to the end of extra time and, and not need to be subbed quite often. You mentioned you like to go deep in certain positions. Do you find going deep in certain positions drains your stamina faster than others? Oh, absolutely. Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> you caught me out, you bastard. I ain't going <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to the Very next good, one. Though. Yeah. Yes. Sorry that. about that. Conservative interceptions is like missionary, though. It's like pretty just meh, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with it, though. Nothing wrong with it, but it's just a bit. It's not. It's not exactly fun, though. Well, ask our lass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to get her on one day, and we'll ask her. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> we can only refer to her as our lass. Our lass, yeah. That's what she's called. Yeah. It's yeah, so strange name. to me. That's an name. From deed poll. Oh, okay. Uh, so George has a question. George isn't here with us today, but George says, as the upcoming leaked promo, which he wrote this a couple of days ago, is clearly dedicated to you guys. What types of cards are you all getting? We need to know positions, skill moves, weak foot, body types, all the key stats. So what we'll do is we'll just let Mets describe a card for Paul. Paul, you can describe one for Mets. Is that fair? Yeah. You want to describe one for Mets, Paul? Yeah. He's getting an 87 CDM. Is this the, the SBC or is this the final one? This is the final one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. With 72 pace. It's respectable. Yeah. 61 strength. Oof. That's 91 that's defensive awareness. One star skill moves, four star weak foot. So he's going to be, he's going to be a presence. He's going to be in position. He's just not going to be able to do much. Yeah, he's going to do what he needs Sounds to like do. Fred, to be fair, he's gonna, it does like sound like Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to do a job. He's not going to run very fast, but he doesn't need to because his ninety-one defensive awareness is going to make up for that. Thinking man's CDM. 
Mm. Now I've been... I won't be using that card. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. I can't wait to pack it. What's Paul look like, Matt? Yeah, so so Paul needs uh, a left winger with with five-star skills because I know he's really good at them. Oh, boy. A two-star weak foot because oh. he's basically one-legged at this point. Um, he can have 99 acceleration, but his sprint speed is only 60, so you know, <laughs> difficult to use. But you've got to skill around everybody. And you can have... Pretty much no shooting, but you can have chip shot traits, so you can always go for the dink <laughs> if you manage to get through on goal. Yeah. I think that'll... And he, he can be a solid 88, how about that? That's nice. I feel... So you can dump him into an SBC when you like, <laughs> lose your mind when you lose a squad battle. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be one of those I'm going to just skill around people and then just try cheeky dink every time, but it's only going to work one out of every 40 times. Normally I like cards that with high acceleration and decent sprint speed, but high acceleration with 60 something pace, you're just going to get nowhere fast. Like I, oh, I just, I'm, but I'm deceptively fast. I've been told I left my handbrake off. I'm going to pretend to be fast. I left my handbrake off my car the other day and I saw it, I saw it rolling down the road. So I had to chase it <laughs> um, and jump in it before it smashed into the car that were before me. And, uh, um, did you really? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. Benny Hill music. Yeah. Um, and the two people at work who'd seen this happen, they had this look of shock on the face. I said, you could have told me fucking moving. They says I was, but I was fucking so shocked at how fast you moved. I was absolutely gobsmacked. Like, I couldn't believe how quick I was on my feet. I don't know if that's a, a compliment because I do look very, very, very slow. So the fact that I ran might have been a, a shock to him. Maybe so. Yeah. That I was can good. run quite fast, but I just can't run very far, so Yeah. Hmm. Bit bit like your card, I guess. Yeah. It'd be cool if we got him, but I wouldn't use him. I might own it just to say I own it as a card collector, but yeah. You know, that's it. Would you guys sign it for me? If I Of course. Yeah. For my last. <laughs> yeah. Alright, All right, that's going to wrap it up. Hopefully uh, we have more to talk about next week as, as foot birthday approaches, but try to make the most of this promo if you're into it. If not, take a break. But we'll be back with you next week for more Footballers Action. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.